0: Oh, sorry, didn't hear you come in. But now that we got you, why don't you settle in and let us take a crack at all your hardest questions. Word of warning, no advice during this podcast should be followed. Well then, pitter patter. been a long fucking year. I'm sober now. I can deal with the stress I get from going out. I'm going out.
1: Then you call out my phone when you want.
0: Oh, but you're my house. My house. Tanner, I don't think that Easter is a celebration of Pitbull's hit song "International Love." Just don't think it is. I don't care what you say. <laughs> hey, welcome to Mid Best Mid Worst. We're an advice podcast where we take the internet's best and worst questions and we turn out some Midwestern advice. I'm Shane Spiker, and I haven't seen the sun in three damn days. And I'm Tanner. We ate seven and a half pounds of potatoes this week. (laughs) (laughs) That's so many potatoes. Did you do it for Lent? Is that a Lent-related thing? I know it's Easter Sunday. It's Easter Sunday while we're recording this. Um, unfortunately, like kind
1: of like we were trying to get groceries going and like, I was like, what, so what's, what kind of produce lasts a bit of a while? So I was like, Hey, potatoes. And so we got like two bags of potatoes a couple of weeks ago. They started like sprouting and stuff. And so we're like, Oh crap, what are we going to do with all these potatoes? So we started just doing like mashing and like breakfast potatoes and like
0: potatoes everywhere. Oh, I could spend five minutes on the different type of potatoes. You got your mashed (laughs) potatoes. You got your baked potatoes. You got your elusive twice-baked potatoes. (laughs) French fries, home fries, breakfast fries. I was once in a restaurant where they said they had thrice-baked potatoes, and I said that's too many times. You can't bake potatoes an extra time after that. It's too many. It's
1: all starch at that point in time. Essentially what you're doing is you're breaking them down to pretty much be instant potatoes.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh I know that we spoke yesterday. So you said you went on a walk this morning. How was your walk? Oh um, it was it was a little sticky, but it was it was pretty good. We
1: uh, met Emily's aunt and uncle, who um, we both love dearly, and we met them halfway. Um, Emily was, um, uh, the college that she was at before, the one uh, she's at now, she, um, she had classes at this campus, and the, uh, the sidewalks are about six feet wide, and so with everything going on, it's a great little area to be able to walk, um, you know, with some distance, but still being on the sidewalk, but it was really cool uh, meet, meeting up with them, um, of course, kept our distance and all that, but it's been a long time, we're used to seeing them, you know, a couple times a month, so it's, it's been about six weeks, and so it was really nice catching up and seeing them again.
0: Yeah, I get that. I, I know I, I it's so weird. Like, I don't know where I stand on like, you know, going outside for walks is, of course, a great thing. I know in some states that they're doing like the just stay in your home type of thing. But, you know, if you're outside and you're six feet away from people, maybe I don't want to. You know what? Th- this is part of that mid mid worst advice. You know, I'm not a doctor. So <laughs> <laughs> take what I say with a fucking grain of salt. Who knows? I, I can say this, though. Mother Nature has uh given the fine people in Iowa a layup where we were all so ready to be outside and start interacting with each other and it has just shit six inches of snow on us between yeah. last night and this morning.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh my mom sent me a, a like Snapchat this morning and like I like my eyes like honestly didn't believe it. I, I couldn't imagine seeing it in like real life, but like seeing it in a photo, I'm like Like, how did how did this happen? Like, I'm out for a walk. It's like 77 degrees. It's hot and sticky. Like, I got a little sweaty. I don't like to sweat. And I'm like, this is a bunch of bullshit. And then I see the snow. I'm like, well, that there's so much bullshit going around. Like, we already have enough to deal with. Like, can't Mother Nature give us a little bit of a break? Like, can't everywhere just be like 68 degrees, nice and sunny with a nice cool breeze? Like, why can't it just come on, Mother Nature, give us a break?
0: Oh yeah, M- Mother Nature's being a passive-aggressive bitch right now, and just trying to give, just trying to give the human race like subtle signs of like, hey, it's time for you guys to fuck off, like <laughs> get out.
1: If you're not gonna stay in your house, I will make sure you do so. You irresponsible
0: dickheads. <laughs> so, as we always say before, we're an advice podcast. Tanner, you want me to hit you with that first question? Yeah, let's give her hell. Okay first question that we stole off the internet this week is (laughs) how do non-awkward people reply when someone says how's it going or what's up boy i am just the fucking utmost wrong person to ask on this one me too so how's it going
1: um yes 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 or how you doing um i'm going to the park later (laughs) like it's never it's never like the right one i always get it wrong it's always
0: the opposite i could just fill a book with the amount of times i've said stupid shit to people and just it's rough i think i couldn't even imagine having that type of composure to where you never get that question wrong Someone, I don't even think I want to associate or be friends with someone that's like always just on the fucking ball. They're like, how's it going? They're like, not too bad. You finger guns. Bang, 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 bang. Fuck off. No. (laughs) Can't do it.
1: They're the type of people that iron out their underwear with like starch and everything. Like you have your life way too put together. Like I can't handle your bullshit. Your life's a lie. You don't need to starch your underwear. Get over yourself.
0: (laughs) They have a bill book. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. I think you just lean into it, you know, be, be that guy, because it's always good for a laugh, right? That culture, like, in America has become such to where people love a good shit show. Yeah, like, we root for it, like an (laughs) underdog sports team of like I hope that I see like I oh my my boy my favorite thing in the wild is just to see two horrible human interactions happening together <laughs> it's my fucking favorite thing in the world to witness it's and, like the
1: awkward is like a sport of itself it's just like it's just like a NASCAR crash like you don't really watch for the race the race is the boring part like you want to see something crash and burn when you see two people completely like crash and burn simultaneously it's like a ballet of just beautiful awkwardness <laughs> Time slows down,
0: and you're like, oh.
1: The sun comes out, doves
0: start coming out, coming out from everywhere. It's, just, it's a thing of beauty. <laughs> yeah. I, I, with that, though, I don't think that – when I say lean into it, I don't think that you can intentionally do it. Because no. you, you, you can pick up on that bullshit right away. If someone's, yeah. like, purposely giving the wrong answer, it's no good. You're an no. asshole. Don't yeah. do it. But – if you have that innate ability like me to just fuck it up right away, <laughs> don't worry about it. Because you just, like, not only made that person's day awkward for, like, a few seconds, but later on, they're going to get a great laugh out of it. And I think it makes you more memorable. Maybe not in the best limelight, but definitely in some type of fucking light it does. Like, oh, fuck, it's Jeff. He always fucks up saying hello. <laughs> Look at him. Hey, Jeff. Yeah, exactly. You you're thinking be
1: something else. Like you have to be memorable. And then they'll they'll, they'll iron out everything else and they'll ex- they'll find what they love about you most. And eventually they're going to come back like, "Oh, that guy's kind of awkward, but you know, you know he's kind of good conversation. Like he just has some awkward starts. He's like that one track star that can't get out of the blocks correctly. He kind of
0: stumbles. <laughs> give, give him a couple <laughs> of feet and then he's Usain Bolt, you know. Yeah, he's off to the races with that <laughs> with that deep insight, just terrible start. <laughs> So yeah, lean lean into it. Uh don't don't overthink it. Don't aspire to be those people that have their shit together. No one it's twenty twenty. No one has their shit together. No. It like anytime I'm introduced with a question from someone, I just have general panic about I don't know, the state of the world right now. And it takes <laughs> everything in my power to not just be like, it's all going to shit, everything's bad, please. <laughs>
1: How's it going? I haven't been outside for a week. How the hell do you think it's
0: going? It's shit. Like, don't ask me that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe just always start everything with... Get six feet away from me. <laughs> like, right. Hey, first of all, you're too close. Like, you need to take a few steps back, and that gives you a couple Which, of
1: seconds to think of something. Like, hey, you need to back up. You're way too close to me. Okay, like, right. so what can I do with this? What can I do with this? What can I do with this? <laughs> Good. Yep. Got it. Got it. Got got it. And then just walk the fuck away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no for
1: no, no for self. Good is an acceptable answer.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> we fucking knocked that one out of the park. Lean into it. You got it. Hey, Tanner, hit us with our next question. Alright. How can I get my boss
1: slash HR slash company to get my coworker to actually do some work? It would take too long to go into detail, but basically, the person I work with will show up to work, clock in, clock out, then go home. At no point do they ever attempt to do any work at all. He literally gets to come in, gets paid $25 an hour or even more just to sit around and do nothing at all. I've informed my boss multiple times and HR. I have proof from emails and from projects of this along with failed ticket SLAs assigned to them, etc. But no action is ever taken at all, regardless of how much I complain or how little work gets done. It sucks my wife is tired of hearing me bitch about it, so what else can I do?
0: Well, I could... <clears throat> you know, y- you think I'm going to defend this man? I'm not defending this man. I'm about to <laughs> fucking tear his ass off. Okay, <laughs> If you have, if you have enough time in your day to fucking Inspector Gadget Sherlock Holmes his ass and follow him around, how much work are you getting done? Apparently, the wrong walk, work. Yeah, how how are you gonna walk up to your boss with a dossier of fucking six hundred <laughs> documents and pictures and phone recordings, going, I don't believe this man's getting much done around here, <laughs> and I not immediately. Uh, <laughs>
1: It's like I have 274 emails that he did not do this week. I have all this documentation. You know, look at how much work he's not doing, and all the work I'm doing to show he's not working.
0: Also, maybe don't tell people that you have someone else's personal emails. I think you're going about this the whole wrong way. And also, like, I, you know, a part of me can be sympathetic with this because we've all worked with people who just. Don't do anything, and you're like, What are you doing here? Like, what are yeah. you really doing here? But at the same time, like, ugh, you know, I just don't have time to give a shit anymore. About, yeah. You know, it, well, hey, good for him. He, he's getting the system. He got the system. You know, he's taking
1: that <laughs> easy ride. You're just jealous. This is what I'm finding out that you're, you're just jealous that they've worked the system and, and you haven't figured it out. Like, Get, get with the program. Clearly, like, if he's doing nothing, they can't fire you for not doing nothing. So, hey, join the party. Can't beat him. Join him.
0: Right. It, like, and we covered that. It's a, It doesn't sound like you're exactly the example of like hard work <laughs> in this place. So, I mean, it sounds like you guys – Think about how fucking boring your your day would be. Do you really want to go in and sit down at your desk in your little tiny-ass cubicle and sit there and punch numbers in? Hell no. <laughs> you want to put on your fucking Sherlock Holmes hat, get your fucking pipe, and, like, sneak around the building like a sneaky snake and <laughs> try to figure out what what he's doing? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Your job sounds like it would be absolutely terrible if you didn't have this, like, little bit of, like, breakaway from it. If <clears> anything, <throat> you should be celebrating this, man. And say so, – okay, Listen. Your wife's tired of you bitching about him. Maybe don't bitch about him. Maybe come home and just tell the fantastic stories about him. Like you won't oh. believe what this fucking dude got away with today. <laughs>
1: right. Or do you go another route and do you start doing like some office pranks? You know, maybe some Tabasco sauce on the seat. So when they sit down and around noon, their balls are burning from Tabasco sauce.
0: <laughs> it's such a such a weird way to go with it, but I like it. Cause bodily harm to him. <laughs>
1: Or or you can do something more fun like I don't know do you do go to the, like the like like in the office where they put the stapler in the jello like do you do you do that do you feel like the drawers up with meatballs like do you, do you go that route and just t-
0: kind of screw with them? Well, it sounds like we got ourselves an office situation where we got ourselves a Dwight writing into probably Reddit and he's dealing with a <laughs> he's dealing with a gym. and let yeah. me tell you it's gonna take about five seasons. But after that fifth season, you guys are going to become like almost frenemies where, you know, you're going to hate each other, but also you're going to have a loving relationship. And that's something to be excited for. I mean, I I don't even know if I have a relationship like that. I wish I did. I wish I could gym someone so bad. (laughs) Please let me gym you. I just want to gym you. But I think there's is something to it. It's almost like one of those
1: things like one of these days with all the information with all the snooping and all the spying you're doing, you're going to become emotionally attached. Like you're oh, going to yeah. go from being like that weird worker to kind of being a stalker where you kind of enjoy it a little bit too much. And so then now you're now you're
0: like a double weirdo. So <laughs> what <laughs> It starts as innocently, like, peeking over your cubicle and looking to see what he's doing, too. You're sitting outside of his bedroom window at 3 o'clock in the morning going, this motherfucker doesn't even sleep correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go ahead and write this down. <laughs> or do you – Maybe do... – Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. Go.
1: I was you. gonna do. I was since we gave a little bit of some mid mid worst. Maybe we give a little bit of mid best. Maybe you just sit down, and, like you said. Maybe maybe go friend route. Maybe not the friend of me, but a full on friend. Like, what's going on? Don't you like your job? Like, what what inspires you? Like, maybe if you do a better job, you won't lose your job. Like, if shit goes, you know, downhill. You want you want a sauna in your backyard, or like a jacuzzi, or the hot tub, or what? What do you want in your backyard? you want a patio? You want to build, you know, a new basement? Like you want you want like the man cave experience with like a seventy inch TV? What what drives you? And then you almost like, hey, how about we work towards this goal together? How about we make that that bar downstairs by you getting your work done? <laughs> Like, you break it down per hour. So, you're making – so, like, you're like $25 an hour. Like, what did you do for your $25? Like, that's a case of beer to go down in your man cave. What did you do to earn your case of beer to go to your man cave? Oh, you want a $100 nice liquor bottle. What did you do in the last four hours to earn that – or that TV? Like, how many weeks of
0: work? And what are you doing to earn that? Okay. That's some good advice. Now, let me just say <laughs> – I don't think it's any human's responsibility to be someone's personal trainer and get them through their <laughs> fucking job. <laughs> like, you don't need it. Like, I'm assuming this is a grown ass man, unless you're working at some type of like child sweat shop, in which case maybe be a <laughs> mentor to him. But pro- I'm guessing that that's not the scenario. Not at $25 an hour. That's not happening. Maybe what you do is keep building this information. In fact, I want you to become more diligent with building it. And then 30 years down the road, he's standing up there receiving a plaque for, you know, employee, a, a employee achievement of working there for 40 years before retiring. <laughs> and you present him with this biography, really, of of himself, and he has something to fondly look back on and really catalog his 40 years of not working here really and going oh yes yes that day I ate two sandwiches beautiful <laughs> <laughs> I, I just imagine like you like almost like going
1: back to the Dwight thing like you back up like a pod Beep! Beep, and then you just unload this whole pod like you have a storage unit that you have brought to this award ceremony that you drop off and like you bring out like year by year stack by stack box by box of all the shit you documented I'm like you don't deserve shit pal here you go
0: <laughs> this is for you hey <laughs> tanner you ready for another question yes how do i politely tell someone they eat far too loudly I noticed that one of my roommates chews so unnecessarily, ridiculously loud, and it is genuinely having a severe effect on my stress levels. I am not triggered so hard by the sound of others eating, it's just this girl in particular. Our house is tiny and she's a snacker. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I simply cannot leave the room, or as it sounds, a prison. She'll finish her <laughs> dinner, open a bag of chips, and then eat jello. That, first of all, that's a fucking weird combination of food to eat in in order of each other. (laughs) From the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, I'm surrounded by sounds of her eating various wet, crunchy foods. (laughs) I'm listening to her smack her lips, grunt through chews, inhaling loudly in between chews, and belching. How can I politely make her stop? Yeah, let's go ahead and remove the word politely. <laughs> right, it sounds like a fucking torture camp. It's what it sounds like. It sounds like it sounds like she might be like. That
1: sounds like how my dog eats. Well, like, I just is like it... hopping and puffing between like 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 when we had when we had Gus our bulldog like that's exactly how it sounded like he like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it possible that you've accidentally moved in with a horse? And not so much a human girl.
1: Right, are you sure? Are you sure? You're, are you sure it's a human? Like maybe you're out of your gourd. Like maybe lay off the weed a little bit. Like you're living with a horse, not a human.
0: <laughs> uh, Tiffany's such a bitch. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, she keeps shitting t- all over. Like she needs to stop that. Like she has such big turds. Tiffany's a two thousand pound horse. So <laughs> here's a fun fact. I don't know how much horses weigh. I couldn't even ballpark a number. When I was thinking of saying that, the first number that came to my head was 800 pounds and I went, that seems too little for a horse. <laughs> maybe like a maybe like a baby horse. <laughs> maybe like a really tiny horse. Um Ooh, how how do you stop it though? I'm assuming that you don't want to just maybe tell her that she eats loud. And hope that she resolves this problem herself. Or maybe you've already taken this tactic and it it just hasn't panned out. So, uh, much like other pieces of advice we've given in The Magnificent, what is three episodes of this show, is you train her like a dog. Or a cat. (laughs) Where every time she smacks her lips, you spray her with a squirt bottle. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, I was gonna go with air horn, <laughs> like <Okay>. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I think a little spritz to the face. And I think so don't, too. don't tell her why you're spraying her in the face because she will subconsciously put it together. Uh, humans are really great in that sense that you know if you do something and there's a reaction, you'll just naturally pick up on it. So yeah. eventually you'll get through to her that every time I smack my lips, I get s- squirted in the face and I don't enjoy that so what happens if i don't smack my lips boom now now you're working good but then you have to reward her Ooh, this is a vicious circle say say she doesn't smack her lips now you have to give her a treat maybe maybe a delicious uh chewy nuggety piece of chocolate well now she's back to smacking again so you find yourself in this real uh, circle that you can't get out of
1: but if she smacks it then you spray her again like that like you only like you get to enjoy it. Like you don't get to enjoy it if you're eating it wrong. You only get to enjoy it if you eat it correctly. And then that's how you then that's how you do it, like, oh you're eating this wrong? Spritz. If you're eating it correctly, no spritz. And then that will go over to a regular eating habits.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. It's flawless. <clears throat> what what type of foods is it socially acceptable? To smack your lips, to go. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> That's so yummy. Never, <laughs> never, never is it okay in my opinion. Nope. Like, there's no, not even maybe a uh, maybe a very sticky piece of caramel. You're saying you're saying never okay. If you if something's so good that
1: you can't wait to swallow it to say, oh my god, this is so good, and it's more like, oh so go. I can deal with that. I can't deal with the the noises like you're not allowed to ever make noises if you need to talk through your food because it's so delicious I can get that but no, there's no circumstance in which it's okay to like be smacking or overly crunching like people who eat really loud like cereal or like chips it's just like I, I get that like I just I just want to smack it right out their face <laughs> chips flying everywhere like knock it
0: off you know what? I, I'm in agreement with this. Uh, th- that's a pet peeve of mine. I, I, I'm not a fan of the loud chewers. And I've been to some places where you can hear these motherfuckers across the restaurant just just real getting into there. I also don't like people who over-chew, who take too long to chew their food before they swallow. <laughs> yes.
1: Or slurping. Like, there's no reason yeah. to slurp soup either. Like, no slurping.
0: Now, hold on. Because you did just offend everyone in Asia so okay
1: that's that's okay like if we're in asia slurp away i get
0: it but we're in america right now and uh no slurpy slurps (laughs) no slurpy slurps now what if you are having a big slurp from your local gas station you're kind of forced to slurp that's a i think that's a different type
1: of slurp at least that doesn't make the slurpy noises but um i wonder though what if you record her like, just secretly, like, behind her, and, like, get, like, a camcorder and just, like, have it right up to, like, the back of her head, and that way it's all loud, and then, like, let her just go at it for, like, 20 minutes. She's eating her she's eating her jello, she's eating her chips, she's eating whatever, and then you just put it, at, like, you, you somehow stream it on the TV, like, I just want to show you, you, and then you just play it on, like, loud and, like, see, like, see if they get it. If they don't get it, it's a lost cause. You gotta break your lease and duck out real fast but maybe they don't realize
0: what they're doing well and also what's nice about uh secretly recording her is that when you inevitably snap and you commit a heinous crime against this person uh you will either have <clears throat> defensive or offensive courtroom footage <laughs> showing exactly what happened now, depending on what state you're in, I feel like that that could go either way. You're in, oh, I don't know. Let's say California. I feel like California is not really a smacking type of state. No. Like, I, I feel like they're they're very prudish with their foods, but maybe I'm wrong. And they're smacking, too. They're prudish with their smacking.
1: <laughs> they're very of smackers. Yes.
0: So, I feel like in California, they would take that tape and go, well, clearly – the The proof is in the smacking pudding as as is a famous term that yeah. I just made <laughs> and, and you'll go to prison however, ooh what's okay, let's shit on some states real quick we don't got to do this long, but let's let's do it. What states do you think are gross dumpster people that smacking is socially acceptable? I'll go ahead and get it out of the bat. I've been to the Iowa State fair, <laughs> yeah, we're some fucking gross smackers here. <laughs> Is that deep fat fried corn on the cob? So nummy. <laughs> uh, Nebraska, those fucking ranch mayo eating motherfuckers are definitely <laughs> a smacking away.
1: No, I'm gonna go here for a second, but I want to say I might understand. But like when you go to like maybe somewhere like Mississippi or something like that. But here's where the area becomes a bit gray. Because when you get into soul food, I feel like that's a different type of food. Like, when you're eating, like, chips or jello, it's one thing. But get some, like, really good soul food going on and you do a bit of smacking. I might be enjoying my food enough to where I'm smacking, too, at that point in time.
0: Yeah. Maybe it's okay in outside situations. Is that a fair settlement? I feel like we need a resolve for this. This person is clearly a monster, for what they're doing to you it's
1: everywhere there's no like
0: jello doesn't need to be smacked neither do doritos like that like right.
1: let's get one thing like though like yeah they're delicious some people get off on it but that's only some people it's not
0: some new crazy out there beautiful thing right so smacking inside the, of a common living space mm-hmm. unacceptable outside you're at the park and you're going to town on maybe some ice cream Some mouth noises I feel like are more acceptable. There's so much outside noise happening that you know it's just it's kind of lost to to the winds at that point. But don't fucking do it in your house. Don't don't be a gross gross a grossy boy. Or look at a
1: barbecue like with ribs. Like I don't like the whole sucking the finger. Like that's really gross if you're at the dinner table. But if you're outside with twenty people and you have like twenty pounds of ribs and you have a bunch of different things going on. I'm cool with licking the barbecue sauce and making some weird noises. It's, it's delicious. We're outside. It's a gathering. People are having a good time. I feel like that's kind of another acceptable situation where you're able to really kind of get into that smacking mentality. And, and of course, it's a lot. You know, it's a lot better than you know whatever the fridge or cupboard has too. It's it's good good food.
0: Correct. Can confirm. Hey Tanner,
1: do not yeah. you hit
0: us with another question?
1: All right. Need advice on getting my stolen bike back. I found I found the guy who stole it on the Let Go app. I don't have the pictures of it or a receipt, but I'm sure it's mine because I ride it every day, it's warm enough. I found where he works and the general idea where he lives. Can I go to the cops or will they not be able to help me since I have little proof? And I have to say, no shit you don't have a receipt, you didn't sell it, it got stole bud. Like first of all, you're kind of tipping yourself <laughs> off that you might be a little bit of an idiot. Like, yeah, you don't have a receipt, you didn't sell the damn thing. I think what he...
0: Hold on. <laughs> That's all right. Did I, did I, did I, did I read that I wrong? I, I Yeah, I, I don't want to put you on blast, my boy, but I think what he's saying is I don't have a receipt for purchasing the bike, so he can't prove that he ever owned it. <laughs> oh, you think, you think that way? I
1: thought he was like, I don't have a proof of receipts. Right. I see now, what you mean. Sorry.
0: Like, he, he doesn't have a receipt from Target or something like that. First of all, I would like to address that we have two boys through two different questions that have done an excellent job of being their own private detective. And it sounds like you've already done the legwork. You don't need the cops. This, this demands vigilante justice. It does. Here's the fun thing. You don't have a receipt to show that you own the bike. I guarantee he doesn't either. So maybe just go (laughs) take it back. And now, and now you develop a fun friendship where you steal the bike back and forth from each other And boom, you have a best friend. I was going to say, go home, lock
1: it up, quit being an idiot. Why wouldn't you lock it up? You already showed everyone where it's at, what it looks like. But I like where you're going with this. Rather than trying to lock it up and all this stuff, which he can probably get like bolt cutters and unlock it anyways. But I like it. I, I like the little banter back and forth of like, oh hey, you know what? Every month, every other Monday, let's steal it back from each other. You never meet up. It's just like this little bike stealing thing you have every other week, where you just get to like kind of have this little thing back and forth. You never meet. You never have anything else. It's just a really fun thing you guys do together.
0: Right, a catch me if you can scenario. Yes. Like, oh, I I think that that would bring like a lot of excitement to your life. Now. What we could also recommend is you get together with the man who's been uh, overly suspicious of his lazy co-worker and you get him <laughs> in on the mix because he, he's going to get you the evidence that you want. Yes. <laughs> that guy's thorough. So maybe contact him. But I do like – you know what? No. I love this idea of you steal the bike back and maybe leave a note uh, and say, your move. <laughs> and <Yeah>. then <laughs> – and that's how you kick off this friendship, and it, it's very important that you never, ever learn each other's names. Correct. Yeah. Learn, learn as little as you can about each other. Like you want to keep this as, as, as anonymous as you can, and then, and then someday you'll pass away. I hate to break it to you. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> ever told this to you, but someday you will die, and. and and who's that at the back of the funeral standing standing in the shadows? It's on his, your bike. On the, like, with the bike. <laughs> with the bike. He stands there, and then as people clear out, he walks over and lays the bike down on top of the grave, and you have a beautiful ending <laughs> to a movie. So. I like the note
1: thing. I want to touch back with that. I feel like it's one of those things like, oh, I'm short on money this week, and you take the bike like, hey – when you come get this, do you mind getting a new chain? It's a little rusty and needs some oil. Like, there's a little bit of like WD-40, or like, hey, we need a new tube. Can you leave five bucks? The next time, the next time you drop off the bike, can you spot me five bucks? We need it. We need to take care of this together. Like, I need a new seat, or like whatever maintenance needs to go into the bike. Like, leave a note saying like, hey, get, uh, here's like, here's the bill. Can you like spot me the next time you come and get it?
0: <laughs> like raising a child together. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this bike isn't going to race itself. <laughs> I feel like we really need to come together on how and how to best put this bike to use. I, I, I love that. I, I, I wish that we could have spent more time finding the meat and potatoes of this, but I think we found it in shot one. Like, I think, I think that that's the direction you go. You don't report him to the cops, you don't uh, hide the bike from him. Instead, you, you create a game of cat and mouse where you both get to be the cat and the mouse
1: absolutely like when you look at this like it's a hundred dollar bike hundred and fifty dollar bike whatever it is like is that really worth a lifetime worth of like you said cat and mouse a lifetime of sharing this almost lifelike thing that's become it's an inanimate object that you've brought to life and gave life to like that's that's priceless forget the money forget forget everything else go with it make that relationship happen
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. In total agreement. Hey, Tandra, hit us with another question. Absolutely. How do I change nickname? Need help. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going to need you to run that one back to me one more time. One more time. How do I change nickname? Need help. You can't, can you? The- That's not... Not I hate people that give them their own nicknames. Like I'll, I'll just come out this this no. episode really gonna separate me from any potential fans that we have because I've already shit on Iowa and Nebraska um, for being sloppy mouth boys, and now I'm about to sh- <laughs> now I'm about to shit on people who give their own nickname. Like have you ever met someone who um, introduces himself as their nickname? Like you're like oh hi I'm Tanner and they're like I'm Pistol Pete finger guns no Go <laughs> i fuck no, no. I'm,
1: I'm i'm trying to think and I, I don't think so and that's not how it works like if, if you want a new well first of all does your nickname suck do you not like it maybe you need to change yourself maybe you suck maybe your nickname <laughs> is maybe it fits you just fine and maybe it's you that sucks and not
0: your nickname <laughs> like uh, hmm. like, hi what's your name and you're like i'm stinky dave <laughs> like, well, <laughs> well could I mean, be yeah stinky. you're right then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, that, that's a, a perfect example of, like, you know, if, if it's a shitty nickname. Also, who gave you the nickname? Maybe you didn't need to talk to them and figure out, like, here's the thing, people. I love these short little questions uh, because they're very fun to read. They are a fucking nightmare to decipher. There needs to be so much more into this. Like, I don't need a book on it, but I do need to know your nickname as of now <laughs> and also maybe a little backstory on how how, how you got that nickname yeah like <laughs> i'm touchy tim you never know <laughs> like, don't...
1: And, and that's the thing too like <clears throat> like you said if you're a stinky dave or whatever well then like we said, reinvent yourself. It's a perfect time. Like, so you're at a turning point in your life where you're like, you know what? I don't like where parts of my life is going. Reinvent yourself. What do you? You can't give your own. You can't give yourself your own nickname, but you can put yourself on a path that gives options to a better nickname. And how do you become? It's it's almost like going from high school to college or college or out of high school to like your new job that you're going right. out of town for. Yeah. No one knows who you are reinvent yourself and every once in a while you can do that anyways clearly people think oh, little yeah. of you. so like you know what you wake up tuesday morning and like all right here i go i'm not doing this old bullshit stuff anymore
0: yeah i i am in agreement um pack your bags tonight and move away <laughs> that's your you it sounds like you have a nickname that's stuck and once you have a, a, a nickname that's stuck it's it is a true nightmare to get away from it, and and a lot of times you you simply can't. Like so, you you burn your past, um, you burn that bridge back to your past. Uh, you move, you change your name. Um, maybe uh, here's what you do: you live in New York right now, and you're Stinky Dave. I I, I think that we've agreed that that's this man's nickname. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, you don't talk to anyone. You pack your stuff, you move to California, you change your name to Brian. First thing that you do when you meet everyone is beatbox. And then you'll be beatboxing Brian, which is probably better than Stinky Dave. Or you get what (laughs) I'm saying. Like, you pick what you want to do and you you can influence your nickname. Oh, but can you? I guess you really can't. I don't know. And that's one it's of the weird things, too. Like if it's a part of you, then it's a part
1: of you. It's almost like a weird quirk that needs to almost happen that gives you like it's it's that one time you went to a party and you do like you, you do something crazy and then you get your nickname that way. And so like I feel like sometimes nickname are almost like it's a very specific situation where something happened where you, you gain it from there. Do you have a nickname? Um, not really. Just a play off of my regular name, I guess. Back in high school, they called me Stretch. I don't know if you ever heard that. It was more of a lot oh, of yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's because for whatever reason, my neck grew longer than the rest. Like, like everyone kind of grows at different rates and they're like going through puberty. <laughs> apparently, I grew like a giraffe where my neck was just like abnormally proportionally like long compared to the rest of my <laughs> rest of my body. So
0: I was called Would Stretch. You... We, it, it, yeah, I actually do remember that, and it was nice because when we would be in the courtyard um, trying to get the fruits from the top of the tree, you really were able to help us with that excessively long neck to reach the top of the tree and bring down apples and oranges for the rest of us, and I well, appreciate
1: yeah, that. When I was a junior in high school, like I could actually reach further with my neck than my arms. I don't know if you recall, but like <laughs> I had about three more inches that I could like reach an apple with my mouth and I could my arms. I was yep. like a little mini T-Rex. Yeah, little Tanner Soros Rex, if you will.
0: Oh, and adorable! <laughs> I miss it. I miss that little. I miss that little long neck bastard. I really do. And you've had a nickname. Yeah, um, I got a nickname. I don't remember if I really had a nickname through high school. I think it was uh, in our high school, and I think it's something that like a lot of guys did, where people like the guys would call each other by their last name more yeah. so than their first name. Yeah. So like, um. A couple ones that kind of had short runs, uh, with my last name being Spiker. I I did get called Spiker quite a bit. Um, A few people uh, tried to get the nickname to stick of Spike Nasty. That one never really got traction on the ground. (laughs) Um, Just Spike. uh, I I heard that a a few times and I went, "Mm, no, not today. I don't think so. (laughs) And, And so that came to an end. I'd say the longest run for a nickname was the one I got when I was a child. I, I when I was two years old, I used to love playing this, uh, playing hide and seek. Basically, I'd hide behind things and jump out and yell "boo." Uh, well, my nickname is "boo boo." That that's what my my mom and all of her friends that saw me when I was little. I grew up hearing that name uh, "boo boo." Now, you think you would get that because I would jump out all the time and say "boo." when in fact I got it because I got picked up one time and they were holding me up kind of above their head and I threw up in their face and then said, boo, which is <laughs> a thing to do. But I was like, too, so I mean, you know, not on me. And, and so I would say that that's been the longest running nickname I've had is boo or just boo-boo, um, <laughs> which <clears throat> let me say, I wasn't expecting for the mid-2000s to really hit the way they did where everyone was calling their... S-O, uh, boo. And that fucking sucked because I kind of felt like you know hip-hop and rap culture was stealing my thunder a little bit but (laughs) that's been kind of the story of my life like every time something (laughs) great happens to me hip-hop culture just kind of ruins it so
1: (laughs) (laughs) so you really need to go into hip-hop really like you just need to get like you need to be a producer where you can start setting the trends before they become the trends because they're getting around somehow like clearly you're starting them so so somehow you have to get on the forefront of it all
0: Right, and also to jump back to this this man's advice, who hates who hates his nickname. Um, also, be inspired by rap culture. Just take the word "lil" and then like whatever the fuck you last ate. So y- you could be like "lil sandwich" or L- Lil, "lil casserole," "lil muffin." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's the some of the options cup. out there. Find better friends. If it's a malicious name, just go find better friends. And, yeah. And, or if you're like thirty. Maybe the next time someone calls you a nickname, you, you look them dead in the eye and you go, hey, fucker, I'm 30. Maybe call me by my name. <laughs> you know, <this>
1: is... <laughs> Turn it back on them and belittle them. Like, why are you using a nickname? Grow up. You're 30. Grow up.
0: Now, excuse me. I have important business to do and then I just need walk to... <laughs> away.
1: <laughs> I have important business to do. I need to go steal my bike back
0: i have to go get my bike and also there's a guy at my work that isn't doing shit so gotta go take a look at that really important shit to do (laughs) tell you what are you ready for another question yes should your boyfriend defend you even if you're in the wrong even if you might be in the wrong should your boyfriend defend you or comfort you here's some context there have been many times in our relationship where I've gotten in arguments with other people, and I feel sometimes, yes, I've been in the wrong, but so has the other party. But my boyfriend always just yells at me and doesn't defend me at all. Should he be standing up for me when I'm in the wrong? Um, ooh, I don't know. The, there's, there's such a wide range of being in the wrong.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: I'm going to give you two different scenarios, and you can tell me which one the boyfriend should defend and which one he shouldn't. You mispronounce a word. Let's say Worcestershire, because I can't fucking say that word. She says Worcestershire wrong. Another person standing close actually corrects her and goes, it's Worcestershire. Does the boyfriend jump in and defend her? Hold your answer. Second scenario, uh, she goes to a party and says, white power. End of scenario. Which which one does the boyfriend defend? Which one doesn't he?
1: That's some pretty good perspective, and I like that because that was kind of a more of a if you're right, you're right; if you're wrong, you're wrong. But like there, like there's a place in time to kind of pick those battles. Like it's a word. There's no don't get upset over the way you're pronouncing a word. But if you're making a political statement at a party, which um,
0: there doesn't need to be a political statement at. Yeah, it, I think that that's a good point. There's an old rule of thumb when it comes to drinking with people, and that's you don't talk about religion, uh, sports, or politics, right? Mm-hmm. Because all three are going to cause an argument. If you're doing that, if you're maybe one of those people that, like, every time you get drunk and you you want to, like, really champion white knight your political party, I don't blame your boyfriend for maybe not getting involved. In fact, I, I would I say I, I am – understanding that he would get upset with you on that because that's no fun for anyone right um, now if it if it's something trivial where it's not such a big deal and it's really subjective or open to opinion it doesn't hurt him at all to just even if he doesn't agree with your side with it it's kind of in it would be in his wheelhouse to just jump in and maybe maybe give you a side like yeah yeah defend you a little bit especially if it's something like not important but yeah it it, again this could be a scenario where you're leaving out you know really important details of what you're arguing about Mm -hmm. and so what excuse me so what happens so someone so
1: someone has something online let's say it's an it's like an a friend that you fell out with so you and I have a friend that you know we're no longer friends with, and um, we'll call him Scott. Scott, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Scotty. Sorry, sorry, my, my sweet, sweet boy. <laughs> so let's say you and I are um, in in a relationship, and we we fall out with Scott, and I go, and, and he and I had a really bad fallout. We had a really bad fight, and I see Scotty's with you know, in a new relationship. I'm like, oh, so happy for you. And Scott says, you know what, F you. And then Scott comes to you saying, like, why Why did he do this? Why, why would Tanner go and say something like this? Do you defend me on that one? Because, like, I was genuine, but Scott thought I was being rhetorical because I was an asshole
0: to him on our fallout. I would probably do what I normally do, which is a real Midwestern thing, which is, like, not stir the pot. I'm not one for – I'm not one to over stir a pot. Mm-hmm. That pot's done been stirred already. Needs to melt. So it needs to simmer. You're right. So I, I think I would kind of do that. Like, oh, oh, well, you know, yeah, no, yeah, huh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 type, of, type of scenario. I, I would. I, I would have to talk to both parties. Um, I think and, that's the right way to go about it, too. Yeah, and then, uh, then maybe give some subjective advice to the person I felt was in the wrong. Um, but I don't think I would ever talk. I'm not someone who would talk bad about someone behind their back. I don't like doing that. I, mm-hmm. I, it's pretty not fucking cool to do shit like that. Um, so if if I had the scenario where two friends were fighting and then uh, one of them came to me to complain about it, I, I would maybe hear them out, but I wouldn't sit there and um, bash on the other person too. You know, I'll I'll be a I'll be an ear to listen, but I won't I won't partake in that type of foolery. Right. I think,
1: there, I think there's something to do, like intentions, like, oh, there was good intentions. So like, that's OK. Like, even if I don't support like, it, you know, your girlfriend does something you don't like or said something like you can be supportive, like, oh, hey, you know, I know you had good intentions, but, you know, maybe that's not somewhere you poke your head out at.
0: Right. It, like I said, uh, the problem with this is that it really is just so there's so many types of arguments and fights that um, from playful disagreement to really taking a stance and drawing a line in the sand. And at that point I don't think it is you shouldn't ever expect someone to fight your battle for you on that. I think that's fair too. Like like I don't like I know typically we're Dick and jokes, ha ha's, but this is something where it especially in twenty twenty, where it there's not a whole lot of funny to this because it happens all the time. Someone has a stance on something and then they Uh, expect everyone else to defend them on it. And Mm -hmm. that's not cool. You know, fight your own battles. I I understand that you're in a relationship, but, you know, your boyfriend might not give a fuck about what you're talking about. (laughs) And it's not... That's not his battle to fight. Yeah. No, exactly. So, and and you can't get upset with him. But again, at the reverse, you know, if you're you're in a fight about, um, which is better, Domino's or Papa John's, and he... Isn't defending you when you say Papa John's is better than dump his ass to the curb and find yourself a man that's going to treat you right and enjoy that Papa John's with you. Well, pizza is beautiful, and whatever. Like,
1: even if you don't like Papa John's in that one, like, at least if you're, let's say, we're in a group of eight people, and you know the girlfriend's like, "Oh, I like Papa John's over," and she's the only one like it, and be like, "No, what? I'm a new Papa John's fan." Like, maybe you you guys right. don't know anything about pizza, and, and like I, you said, like, it's one thing if it's pizza; it's another thing if it's about a very touchy subject that you got your own self into.
0: I, I yeah, I agree. Except for, I've had CC's pizza. Not all pizza is beautiful no cc pizza sucks shit <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah i'll defend any pizza opinion you have unless it's cc's and then you're on your yeah. own like
0: i don't even know we can yeah. be together anymore at that point Like, <laughs> well, yeah if you're the man listening to this and she's trying to defend that cc pizza is the best pizza do the opposite run dump her yeah run dump her uh, change your name move to a new city and find yourself a girl that also likes garlic dipping sauce like i like garlic dipping and maybe sauce. you can have
1: your name changed to papa john
0: <laughs> yeah also maybe just start calling yourself papa john there we <laughs> go <laughs> hey Tander, why don't you hit us with that last question
1: all right have you ever wanted to smell something even even if it didn't smell good Sometimes I'll smell mold or bleach or some other strong, pungent odor. And even though I don't like the odor, my nose wants to keep trying to smell it. Like it's trying to decide if it likes the strong smell or not. Does anyone else get this or can explain what's going on here?
0: (laughs) Don't be ashamed. Just come out and say it. You like them stinky smells it's okay you don't need to pose it as some type of pose it as some type of question where you're like uh, trying to like maybe cast a few lines out there and see if there's any feelers for other people to jump on your cause just own it be like hey i'm into some weird fucking smells i think everyone has weird smells that they're into like some people love the smell of gasoline or Mm -hmm. rubber cement um oh god i forgot about about rubber cement shit that
1: just brought me back sorry like
0: I just like it's almost like it's almost like when
1: you're growing up and you smell like that bread baking and it reminds me m- reminds you of like your grandma like.
0: <laughs> like rubber cement
1: just reminds me so much of happiness.
0: Oh, yeah. It's a, well, it's a fucking fantastic smell. In fact, I'm thinking <laughs> about going out and buying some rubber cement right after the, we're done with this. Um, you know, every, everyone has their weird smells. In fact, we talked about this on the first episode with uh, liking um, the smell of BO. Yeah. It, 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 you know, to harpen back, you know, the, God, what was that? Six years ago, that first yeah. episode? Yeah, I think it, it was like it. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just own up to it. You don't need to advertise. You know, don't run around and like, I wouldn't open. Okay. A lot of these questions uh, really do tie into each other one way or another, right. uh, you know, with messing up how to, how to start a conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. Maybe what you don't do is go, Hi. I'm Tiny Tim and I love the smell of blah moldy you know, cheese. You know, yeah, moldy cheese or or something a little off the wall. You know, keep that play play your cards close to your chest on that one. You don't have to you don't have to run around and tell everyone. But also know that you're not you're not in that boat alone. That's a mm-hmm. pretty big boat. That's a cruise ship boat and there are a lot of people that are <laughs> that enjoy their own weird fucking smells and no one knows why
1: you know yeah and i think there and i think different people have different like smells too like maybe some people do like the smell of cattle crap like they love the smell of like cow shit because they grew up on a farm and that's what provided you your life and your money and your like, so like to you, you have all those happy things of like hard work and the things that you appreciate in life. You have those or like someone who likes the smell of bleach. Well, maybe it reminds you of going to like, I know it's chlorine, but like you go to a hotel and you smell that pool smell or the smell of right. something being cleaned through bleach. Like that gives you a, a sense of satisfaction. And so like, like you said, you just got to kind of own it. Like there's certain things like, now if you're digging around like a raccoon in trash, <laughs> maybe you maybe maybe we have some odd stuff going on there. Like maybe, maybe you have some like traumatized childhood. You should be going like going to see a therapist about because like you're digging through trash. Maybe because it made you happy because that's all you could eat as a child. Probably should get touch, <laughs> touch that up a little bit in the in the mind.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean I I agree. Like you brought up like the smell of like cattle crap. And, and with this being a midwestern show with midwestern advice, um, here's a real fucking midwestern almost nomenclature, which is like. I grew up not on a farm, but I used to spend a lot of time out at farms, and it, the smell of hog crap or pig crap or whatever it is. Um, there was one man particular in my life that whenever I'd be outside with him, he would breathe deeply and then go, "Huh, smells like money," yeah. which is a very <laughs> yeah. Midwestern thing. It is. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing. Human humans are fucking weird species. I I don't think that there's any. Do you think? I know, okay, I was going to say, I don't think that any other uh, species out there really does this, but dogs do it, right? D- dogs sometimes like that that weird, that, that stinky smell. They want to know why, and, yeah. Right, and maybe it's just like human curiosity. Like when we smell something so bad that we almost want to smell it again because we can't believe how bad it smelled in the first place. <laughs> like you smell and you're like, oh my god, oh fuck, that's terrible. Wait. Was it that bad? Hold on, let me get a second sniff in (laughs) here. Like, oh yeah, fuck, that's terrible.
1: And then you have to invite someone else. Like, hey, you got to smell this. This this shit's
0: horrible. You got to take a good whiff of it. Are are we? I mean, we were young men, and as as immature as young men growing up in the '90s and early 2000s were, I would be remiss not to say that yeah, there's times like where someone would fart in the car, and you know, roll up the windows and lock the windows out from everyone. So. you don't need to, you don't need to fear that there's not people out there that are into weird shit when it comes to smells. So you're definitely (laughs) not on your own when you come to that.
1: Yeah. If you think if you, if you're around people who think they don't like the smell of stuff like that, they're the type of people who are starching their underwear. Again, you want no part of those people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, good lesson. There's, there's people to avoid people to, you know, maybe embrace pack up and move, uh, Find find a group of people that also are into that weird smells. I think that that's a that's a super fucking good point. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. So, I don't know. How how'd you feel this week? I I, I had I had a lot of fun with these questions. Um, we're super excited. You know, this is our third consistent week of doing this uh we we have seen quite a bit of support uh we're growing slowly again i ask you know if if you do listen to this maybe tell your friends uh tell your family about it get them on board with mbmw uh we're not going anywhere we we're now three weeks in and like i said that that that's felt like an eternity already Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i imagine you know the next uh 200 episodes will be pretty easy to knock out um how about
1: you? How how you feeling with this week? Feeling great. Um, appreciate everyone who's listened to every episode, too. Um, going along for the ride. I hope you um, see a little bit of improvement every week, and we, we thrive to make it better and better. And with... Uh, here in a while, Shane will mention um, different ways that you're able to contact us. And I'd really like to encourage everyone. We will 100% keep everything anonymous. Send us a question. It doesn't have to be overly personal. It can be fun. Or if it is personal, no one will ever know. Like th- This is just supposed to be lighthearted fun. We're not going to make fun of you. A- anything we do will just be kind of lighthearted. So uh, feel free I, to reach I, out. I'll and make like, fun of you yeah okay yeah right we're, we're not behind, like we'll <laughs> make fun of you like but we're not gonna throw you under the bus on the show i'm not gonna right. talk to, we're not gonna go talk to anyone else so really like to encourage as, as you kind of see our sense of humor to if someone even if someone else asks you a weird question at work or a friend or a family member feel free to ask and it'd be really fun to start seeing people uh getting more involved
0: yeah exactly so with that um you know, for our intro song, we'd like to thank the band All My Friends Hate Me for the use of the song Stay Up off the album Metal Butterflies. Uh, you can check them out on Spotify. And when you're there, you can also check out our previous two episodes. Uh, we're now up on Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, anywhere you get your podcast needs from. Uh, if you have any of those questions Like Tanner was talking about You can send them into to us At mbmwshow at gmail.com uh, You can also drop us messages To our Instagram and Twitter uh, Where we can be found at midbest midworst. And with that uh, Tanner? Yeah, again, I've been Tanner And I've been your midbest. And I'm Shane, your midworst. And sure as Jesus wears sandals We'll see you next week You always give me that Oh!